Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever time of the day it is, I am sending my love to you, every single person that is listening and hearing the sound of my voice. I just want to start off by saying, you are so blessed, you are so loved that today, God has a purpose, God has a plan for your life, and I hope that this message really, really impacts you. And I hope it really stirs something in your heart. And the first thing I want to say is I'm human, just like you. So (laughs) I'm not always right, but I know that God put something in my heart to share with you all today. So before we get into the get into the word today, I just want to start off by praying. Dear Heavenly Father, the author and finisher of our faith, God Almighty, I give you all the praise and glory right now in this moment, God. I thank you that this word that you have prepared for me, God, this word that you've put in me, God, I thank you, God, as I speak, will it not be me? Would it not be my strength, my understanding, my wisdom, my anything, God? Would it just be your will, your word, your Holy Spirit speaking through me. God, I thank you for every single person that is hearing right, uh, hearing this podcast and hearing the sound of my voice. God, I thank you, God, that whatever they're facing, God, whatever they're going through, whatever I'm going through, every single person, God, I pray, God, that you would reach them in that situation, reach them in that moment. God, that you would fill us up right now in this moment and that today would be a good day, a good Sunday. And God, I just, I just glorify you. Jesus, I just want you. Would that be the desire of our hearts today, to want you? And I thank you for that, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Woo! Awesome. Let's go. Let's begin. Recently, I don't know, recently I've been going through some stuff, you know, like everybody else. <laughs> but I've really been feeling this lack of hunger in my in my life. You know... When everything just hits you all at once, education, family, work, trying to find a place to move in, or it could be visa or relationship things or friendships, or you're just in a dark place and you forget, you forget how blessed you are. You forget how loved you are just because you're so swamped by by the world and by what culture puts on you that you just... I don't know, lose lose this thing on the inside of you. And honestly, I've been I've been feeling that and I don't know, I just looked in the mirror and I was like, God, I want more. I want so much more. God, I want to be so on fire for you like I've never been before and I know so many of us feel exactly the same way. And that's why this series is called I want more. And today's sermon is titled Hunger. And the best place to begin is hunger. And I want to talk to you about what does hunger look like? Well, in the Oxford Dictionary, it puts it as a feeling of discomfort or a weakness caused by a lack of food coupled with the desire to eat or Another way of saying that is a strong desire or craving for something. 
What do you think about physical hunger? It's like this thing that comes over you in a moment. Sometimes you don't even realize that you're hungry. But once you do realize you're hungry, that's the only thing that you could think about, right? <laughs> you get a whiff of of that McDonald's or you get or you get a thought of, oh, this is what I'm going to eat right after the church service. This is what I'm going to do right after my meeting. I can't even pay attention to what the preacher is speaking. I can't even pay attention to anything that's going around me because all you can concentrate on is that desire. I need to eat. <laughs> I need that food to fill me. I need that right now. And your whole mood changes. That's the only thing you could think about, right? Well, I want to tell you that being hungry for the Lord is a similar thing. It's this undesire, it's this undeniable desire that is burning on the inside of you for the presence of God to come and invade you, to fill you up, not just to not just to fill up, but to overflow you, to pour out more and more and more, because he's the only one, the only thing that can truly satisfy you. Everything else is temporary, like food. You get hungry again after you eat. That's kind of how the human body works. You eat, digest, and yeah. But with God, ooh, child <laughs> of the Most High, let me tell you that once you taste of the Lord, you can never get enough. Man, God is good. Isn't he good? That he's the only one that can fill that massive hole in our hearts. This God-shaped hole. And when you're hungry for Jesus, oh, he comes and delivers in ways you couldn't even comprehend. In ways that don't even make sense to you. He will fill you. In ways you didn't even know you needed feeling. <laughs> he will deliver and work and pour out. And you're like, dang, I didn't even know I needed that blessing. I didn't even know I needed that correction. I didn't know I needed healing from a hurt that happened years ago. And that I've been carrying around in me. I didn't know that I was carrying junk into my life. I didn't know. That I thought I was so worthless. But now that I know I am actually so, so, so worthy and so valuable that the God, that our God died on the cross for me, for my sins, so that I could have eternal relationship with him and be saved. He comes through. I want to read from Matthew 5, verse 6. And I'll say it again, just in case you want to write it down. Matthew 5, verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. It's not a question of, if I do this, then will God move in me? Will God really fill me? Will, will I see this? It says when you're hungry. It says when you thirst, when you seek our God, he will fill you. It's not a question if he will or wouldn't or how he will. 
He will fill you up. When you're hungry, you will see revival. When you're hungry, you will see souls won. When you're hungry, you will see the miraculous breakout. You will see healings. You will see breakthrough. You will see breakthroughs in your family, in your marriages, in your schoolwork, in your own life. Your parents, your kids, God will move because hunger creates faith and God responds to faith. And even though you don't feel it or you don't want to, when you're hungry, you see heaven break out into every situation and every heart will be filled and God responds to that. It says, I'm going to read another passage of scripture. Revelations 21 verse 6. Ooh, I will give to the thirsty the springs of water of life as a gift. Did you get that? Or should I read that again? I will give to the thirsty the springs of the water of life as a gift. God isn't just going to fill you. He's going to create something on the inside of you that is going to create something more as a gift. It's going to spring out of you. Life is going to spring out of you. And it's not just going to affect you, but it's going to affect the places you go to, to the places you've been, to the people that you meet. That the life, the blessing, the thing that has been poured out into you that is now radiating out of you is going to affect the people around you. And God's gifted that to you to be a gift to others. How great is that? That there, there is actually this time that I remember. And I think we all have a moment like this once in a while where I was hanging out with a few friends. And we were kicking it for the whole day. And we had dinner plans or we were going to get dinner or something like that. I remember, not too clear on the details, but we planned to go and eat later in the day. But I was still hungry. So what I was doing was I was snacking throughout the day. I was eating like junk food. I was eating chips. I was just eating stuff, you know. And eventually, when we did end up going to dinner, when we did end up going to get food, I couldn't actually eat the portion that was provided for me because I was already filled up on something else. And that made me miss out on something really great that I could have enjoyed and shared with my friends. But I was already filled up with junk. And I feel like in our lives, this principle can be so real and so damaging that while God has something for us, he wants to fill us up with something so great, but we've already filled ourselves up with the junk of the world, with the lies of the enemies, the lies of not being good enough, the lies that we could never be that we could never, I don't know who this is for, but I feel it so strongly on my heart that you could never line up to the things that God says you are, that you are beautiful, that you are cold, that you are gifted, that he loves you, that he accepts you unconditionally, that you carry these lives that the enemy says that you're, 
you're a lost cause. You're not good enough or the lies that, you know, you might hear about your self-image or your self-worth or, you know, you'll never see a breakthrough. You'll never be healed. You'll never be set free of this sin or this addiction. But those are lies and those are junks that we have been filled by. But let me tell you, that's no longer the case. Sometimes we would allow ourselves to be filled with the gratification of our own flesh. Things that make us feel nice in the moment. But can I tell you that that, that, that nice feeling in that moment is actually killing your purpose and destiny. That the culture that we see today in our society will tell you what you're supposed to need and what you're supposed to want and how you should be this and that. Talk like this. What are you kidding, you know? But no. But no, I want to tell you that before you can actually be filled up by something new and enjoy something new is you got to empty yourself out first. Would you lay yourself bare before God today? Would you allow your heavenly father who loves you pour out his love and his presence into you and overflow you with everything that he has for you today? Would you empty yourself out and lay your heart open for God to fill with the things that he has for you? I want to ask you a question today and this is, this is the one question I have for you. And if you don't remember anything except this, I hope, I hope you get this. What are the things in your life that you need to let go? And what are the areas you need to empty yourself to see God fill it up with righteousness and love? Are they causing you death? Or are they bringing life to you? I want to read through Deuteronomy 30, 19 to 20. I hope that made sense. <laughs> this day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may live you may love the Lord your God listen to his voice and hold fast to him for the Lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your father Abraham Isaac and Jacob What the enemy sometimes tries to do is that he will try and dress you up in what you used to be. He would try and put these labels that you used to wear back on you. Oh, you think you're godly now, huh? Who are you kidding? Oh, you think your life has turned? What about that thought, huh? What about those feelings? And he will try and pull out... Ooh, I don't think you're ready for this. He will try and take you from where you are back into who you used to be. And convince you that, man, oh, I hate the enemy so much. Ooh.
But no. But no. Can I tell you that once you feed yourself on the word of God, you will no longer fit into that old lifestyle. You've outgrown it. It no longer fits you. It no longer looks good on you. Because you've grown and gained weight. When you fill yourself with the presence of God, you gain this stumps and this substance, this this solid, firm foundation that nobody can shake you. Nobody can break you because what God has been filling you with has structure now and weight to it. What I'm saying is that you are brand new creations, transformed, purified by the blood of Jesus. And he's poured out into you. And now, now that we've been saved because we have such a good father in heaven, what the enemy tries to do is to discourage you. Like I said, he'll try and dress you up, but it doesn't fit anymore. So what you tell him is that that no longer looks good on me. That no longer fits me because I am something new and I've grown out of that and I'm grown into my calling. I am being thrusted into the things that God has for me. And those things are huge, but it's, it's okay because I've got time to grow into it. And God is going to be right there helping me grow into that. Man. How good is our father? I just want to take a moment to just give him praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ah, God, you're so good to us. There's just one last thing I want to read to us. It's a, it's a bit of scripture, but stay, stay with me for this. Isaiah 6, verse 1 to 8. In the year that King Uzra died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe, trim, sorry, <laughs> the trim of his robe filled the temple. Above him were cherubims, each with six wings, with two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were calling to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is filled full of His glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorpost and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the cherubims flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which is weird, but let's continue, (laughs) which he had taken taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See? This has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am. 
send me. Can I just say that again? Here I am. Send me. Send me, Lord. If you're going to use anybody, use me. If you want to bless somebody, bless me. If you want to use somebody to see the world changed, to pray for somebody, to give, whatever it is, here I am. Send me. After an encounter with your creator, where you are standing face to face, that there is something that stirs on the inside of you. That is called hunger. A desire for something. A craving for something. The things that God has called you to do. The things that He cares about, you care about. The things that He wants to see done, you want to see done. That whatever the cost, whatever the sacrifice, you are standing here. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Use me. My life is yours. I'm available. And He will begin to do something so crazy in you. That it will go above and beyond anything you could have ever thought about, ever think about, even pray about. Comprehension. It happens when you run after God and you stay hungry. But the real question here is, how do you stay hungry after you're hungry? Does that make sense? Doesn't matter. (laughs) But this is what I have for you, is to get in your word. Get in your word and read the Bible. Spend time in worship and spend time in prayer and get connected to a church near you and get in the house. Be with fellow believers where you can do life with and have fellowship. And while you're building each other up, as you're reading the word, as you're doing this, you would learn more and more about your father and your hunger would intensify to go deeper. So right now, I just want to thank you for listening. And thank you for checking out this podcast and be alert because I will be making many, many more and I'll be sending them your way. Stay blessed. Have a great one. Love every single one of you.